Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on the 8th day of October 2019. She's a Tuesday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. We are live in the studio. Feels good to be back. Uh, I... You didn't make it to the DMV, did you? No, I did. Oh. I did. And I I don't know. I think maybe I've had really good experiences with the DMV because for the first time, I severely underestimated how much time I was going to have to spend there. Listen, you didn't understand. I I thought you skipped it yesterday because you were here right after the show. You were here until I, I left like at 1.15. You were still here. Well, here's what I thought. I thought, you know what? <laughs> I laughed all the way home thinking, oh, boy, he's not going to the DMV today, I guess. I had I had, idiot. I had a lot of work to do after the show, and I was like, you know what? If I go right after the show, I, I, I'm not going to get done what I need to get done. And I was like, I don't want to go at lunchtime because that would be a bad idea. Everybody's going to go on their lunch break. I said, maybe if I go at like two or so, that will be like the happy median where I'll, I'll beat the rush before people get off work and then I'll also beat the lunch rush. I'll be right there in the middle. It'll kind of be like a dead time. I was so wrong. Yeah, you're what I lovingly call an idiot. Every, I mean, everybody was there yesterday. You I, know, that's every day, dude. I know, I know, I know. That's why I'm like, the earlier you go, the better off you're going to be. I was like, aren't you going to, th-? I even came over and asked you. Yeah. Well, you're a desk. Aren't you going to the DMV today? And I was, and I did. <laughs> I just turned and walked away. And so I, I got to the DMV at like 1.50. And I, parking space right up front. I'm like, yeah, I figured this bleep out. <laughs> and I walk in, and there's a line just to ask a question to get a number. And then I see, and it's just a sea of people, and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, Jesus, Lord. Yeah, I wish I could have seen your face. Oh, no. And, and and still, I was like, but there were like 23 windows open. I was like, you know what? This might breeze by. And then I got my number, and it was a good 70 numbers of, <laughs> ahead of where they actually were. And I was like, oh, I should have packed a goddamn lunch. Oh, my God. It's going to take all day. And sure enough, I did not get out of there. And I still have work to do here, by the way. I did not get out of there until uh, about 4.48. And, of course, my whole business took all of 10 seconds. You know what I mean? It was like... Uh, I need to renew this. Here's my eye test. Uh, here's my picture. I'll see you later. Here's my $30. Goodbye. Uh, and so it took me three hours at, at least to get through that. And then I came back here and was here till 730 to finish up the work that I needed to do last night. But uh, all good. All good. It's done. It's my own fault. Uh, and I've got nobody to blame but myself. And at the end of the day, it wasn't the worst experience. I just kind of sat there and messed around on my phone. Back in the day, uh, there was no phones to mess around on. That's what it was truly hell. Be alone with your own thoughts. Yeah, I was. I was alone and uh, and just hanging out, watching people at the DMV yesterday, having a good old time. But we are back here today. A chance for people to win some cash money with the $25,000 all-cash double dare happening at 8.30. Tickets to Dropkick Murphys, Hatebreed, and Clutch. A day to remember, I prevail at Beartooth. Up for grabs over the course of the show today. Some streaming dumbasses in line. We are ready to go. When news breaks, we're the first there to market. <laughs> Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Just in case you find your car horn to be a little bit too boring, Tesla cars are soon going to have a new customized horn and movement sounds. Elon Musk tweeted out about the change, noting that uh, apparently they're going to have fart and goat sounds will be among the options for your new Tesla horn. You can customize some sounds to be whatever you want. The horn sounds are just for driver's amusement, but the movement sounds are a feature that could help cut down on injury rates. 
as fully electric cars, you know, they don't make a lot of noise when they're driving. You understand? And so maybe selecting a, a option for like, hey, this is what it's going to sound like when I'm going to start moving or this is what my car sounds like when I'm taking a right turn or a left turn. You can have a little bit of fun, I guess. It depends on how loud it projects, right? Yeah. Like if your windows are down and you just hear somebody rip it, are you going to think I should go or you're going you're gonna to stop and go, who farted? And look around and go, was that me? Was that the car behind me? What's going on? What is happening? But as everything starts to be customizable and interchangeable, like a human Lego set, it's not a surprise. Or like Grand Theft Auto. Car horns, exactly, are something that you soon will be able to personalize. Remember back in the day, we could only have like the... Or a regular car horn. That's about it. And now you have some choices, apparently, if you're willing to throw down the ridiculous amount of money it costs for a Tesla. All right, lots of baseball action happened yesterday. The New York Yankees beat the Twins 5-1. to one. That series is over. They swept it. Twins are out of the playoffs. The Yankees are moving on to the AL Championship. They'll play the winner of the Houston Astros-Tampa Bay Rays division series. The Rays beat the Astros. The Astros had a chance to sweep their own series, but couldn't quite get it done. So Astros are still up two games to one game for us today. Cardinals beat the Braves 5-4, winning the bottom of the 10th with a walk-off sacrifice fly. That division series is now tied at two games apiece. The deciding game five will be played tomorrow. And then the Nationals beat the Dodgers 6-1. That series also tied at two games apiece. That game five will be played tomorrow as well. So a couple of game fives in the mix. And then maybe, just maybe, the Astros will wrap things up today. 49ers rolled over the Browns 31-3 at home last night on Monday Night Football, remaining undefeated undefeated for their best start in nearly three decades. That was like Drago versus Apollo Creed. Yeah, I mean, I Drop the towel, man. I cannot get a read on the Browns. I'm trying. But they some, suck. Sometimes their offense looks great. Like, I mean, when they can run the ball, they can actually take some pressure off of Baker Mayfield. But, man, that offensive line is god-awful. And that defense, sometimes it shows up and sometimes it doesn't. And it's really, really strange. You knew did show up? Nick Bosa. No kidding. Uh, so did Matt Breida last night, too. And so they. 22 miles an hour. Not bad. Is how fast he was running. Not it's bad. Crazy. Did Booger uh, tell you that? Uh, no, next gen stats did. Thank <laughs> you. And so uh, Jimmy Garoppolo had a good game, too. 20 and 29 for 181 and two touchdowns. Uh, and Baker Mayfield just crapped out his leg. And only 8 for 22 for 100 yards and two interceptions. Fumbled twice, two, sacked four times. It was just uh, bad news bears for the Browns, who are, what, 2-3 and three now? Is that the deal for them? It's not good either way. They're supposed to be in the AFC Championship. That is not how it's going to go. Probably shouldn't surprise anybody, but The Walking Dead has been renewed for an 11th season on AMC, although it does kind of surprise me. I, th- I, I think I know a person that still watches The Walking Dead, and that's about it. Everybody I think we else, know the same person. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> I think everybody else has pretty much given up on it. Uh, but it will return, the return of Lauren Cohen. She will be back as Maggie Green and the series, which follows a bunch of survivors. Uh, it still has Norman Reedus in it, Melissa McBride still in it, uh, Josh McDermott, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan are still in the uh, series, which is impressive. I mean, in the comic book, Negan only lasted like three issues. <laughs> but Jeffrey Dean Morgan still knocking that role out of the park, because why the hell not, right? And so Walking Dead is back, and it will be back for another full season on AMC. It's Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. All right, here we go. We've jumped on Netflix. We have uh, taken three movies from the depths of there and stripped away the stars, the director of the studio that brought you crap and left, which is something called a very brief plot description. 
courtesy of Netflix, and based on that plot description, Big J must find a movie to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. These movies come from the thriller category, Big J, in honor of Michael Jackson. Nice. Big J, are you ready? Yes. Movie number one, Sam and Ian take off on what they believe will be a peaceful camping trip. Their break turns into a battle for survival when they discover a bloody toddler wandering around in the bush and find that an incredibly disturbing crime has been committed. Movie number two. Hmm. In 1988, a police officer is hungry to become detective and begins tracking a serial killer who resurfaces every nine years. But when the killer's crimes defy all scientific explanation, the officer's obsession threatens to destroy everything. And movie number three. AJ seems to be an ordinary guy, but he's an ex-con who 40 years ago gave up the woman of his dreams for a big job. He now obsesses daily over the choices he made. After a dramatic effort to start over, he now faces a terrifying moment and is unmasked as a guy with a very, very dark past. Movie oh number one, movie number two, or movie number three? Uh, let's go with movie number three. What was it about movie number three? Dark, dark past. All right. You passed on movie number one. That was called Killing Ground. It stars Aaron Pedersen and Ian Meadows. You passed on movie number two. It was called In the Shadow of the Moon, starring Michael C. Hall and Boyd Holbrook. Ah. You will be watching a movie called Manglehorn. <laughs> Manglehorn stars Al Pacino and Holly Hunter. Oh, God, so man. some oh, star power. God. What's the matter? You don't like Al Pacino? hoo You don't like Holly Hunter? And uh, uh, just judging from the uh, the cover of it, uh, Al Pacino really is going to ham it up in this movie, man. I think you're in for a treat. Manglehorn. 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 Not to be confused with Mendelhorn. Uh, Mendelbaum. And so uh, enjoy the movie, Big J. Let us know how it is. If you want to play the home game, Manglehorn starring Al Pacino is the movie you want to watch. Nick and Big J. Look at us, Big J. Look at the Treasure Valley in all its glory. Four Idaho breweries ended up winning big at this weekend's most prestigious beer events in the country. The Great American Beer Festival, or as Big J calls it, the Great American Allergy Festival. The 33rd edition of the Beer Bash was held October 3rd through 5th at the Colorado Convention Center in Denver. About 60,000 people were there. And in a standout performance, three of the four Idaho breweries took home gold. All three hail from Boise. Mad Swede Brewing won gold for the Naked Sunbather in the American-style brown ale category. Sockeye Brewing won gold for its Redfish Rock Pock and Smoke Beer. And then Boise Brewing won gold for Black Cliffs, an American-style stout. Grand Teton Brewing of Victor also took home silver for Black Cauldron in the Imperial Stout Division. And Barbarian Brewing ended up doing pretty well as well. So... Look at us, dude. Winning some gold and silver. I say us like I had anything to yeah. do with it. But. You did, though. Congrats. Uh, did I? Yeah. I did uh, actually uh, have a friend, the, the same people that went with us to Tenacious D at uh, at Red Rocks who live in Colorado. We're at there this weekend, and I pointed them in some of the directions of some of these breweries. Because there are some very good ones. Uh, and uh, they were cool. most impressed with Barbarian, by the way. But there are some great breweries here in the Boise area. Just a quick reminder. That if you get a chance, you should check some of them out. Because there's a lot of good stuff happening here in the Treasure Valley. And now it's starting to get some medal recognition for it, especially at the Great American Beer Festival. So tip of the cap to the Boise Brewers that went out there. Big J literally tipping his cap as we speak. Good job. The baseball playoffs are in full throat. The Yankees beat the Twins 5-1. That's a sweep. They're moving on to take on either Tampa Bay or Houston. Now Tampa Bay beat the Astros 10-3 yesterday. 
Uh, Houston had a chance to sweep but couldn't quite get it done, so that series is now two games to one. Houston will have a second chance to eliminate the Rays today in Game 4. The Braves and Cardinals series is tied up at two games apiece. Game 5 on Wednesday, and the Nationals beat the Dodgers 6-1. to That series is knotted up at two games apiece. Game 5 will be decided on Wednesday there as well. 49ers big over the Browns last night at home for Monday Night Football, 31-3. Jimmy Garoppolo had a pretty damn good game. The opposite of that would be what Baker Mayfield did. Well, he was on running for his life pretty much the entire game. The second the ball was snapped, he was running one direction or another. It's just not a good offensive line for the Browns. And so it was a bad night for them and a bad night for Browns fans everywhere. Not as bad as Jake Gruden, however, as he got S-canned yesterday after starting the season 0-5 uh, and making bad decisions with quarterbacks. It just uh, He didn't help himself at all, I'll put it that way, by drafting somebody number seven and then you know not playing him and then the starting cornerback uh, does so bad, and then he goes right to Colt McCoy. It just doesn't look good either. Uh, they made a huge mistake drafting the uh, gentleman they drafted in the first round, or they did not coach him up and get him ready enough to play one of the two. Either way, he's out. Do you think anybody wants that that uh, Washington job? I don't think I No. Would. I was reading an article yesterday about how Mike Tomlin might be up for it. I'm like, why would you want that gig? Why, yeah, why would he want to go from that to even a, a terrible, well, terrible place. Well, there's a talk that, that the Steelers are going to be done with him no matter what uh, after this year, well, too. Hey, Steelers, uh, maybe take a look around, okay? The grass biscuit. isn't greener on the other side sometimes. Very true. Uh, and what we know about Antonio Brown, he was working miracles for the last couple years. Well, it certainly, uh, you know, he took, he made, uh, it seems like he made Juju Smith-Schuster a better player. Because uh, now that he's by himself, things are not going well. So far. But then again, you know, also Antonio Brown didn't have Mason Rudolph or an undrafted free agent chucking in the ball uh, either. There's also that, too. Alex Trebek is working as the host of Jeopardy despite his cancer diagnosis, but he recently told a Canadian news station that he will stay on the job, quote, as long as my skills do not diminish. And when the time comes, the 79-year-old says he's ready. He says, oh, God, this is so sad. He says, quote, I'm not afraid of dying. I've lived a good full life, and I'm nearing the end of that life, and it happens. Why should I be afraid of that? And so he says that because of his re-diagnosis with cancer and his continued battles, he may have to hang up Jeopardy sooner than he thought, which makes oh, me very no. sad. Oh, no. I mean, it's just just sad. It's sad. You can do this, Alex. Keep fighting. You're a good man. Don't give up. Never surrender, right? Never surrender. Morning after with Nick and Big JF Cancer while we're at it. We got ourselves an opportunity for you to enjoy a little bit of We're Going to Hell. That's happening in a few minutes, and then rope this before we hit eight. J on 100.3, the X rocks. It's been a while, Big J, but here we are in Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story. Florida, oh, what are we going to do with you? I mean, it's just, it's a special kind of dumb down there, man. It's a cesspool of idiocy. As somebody that lived there for less than a calendar year, probably the worst year of my life, if we're being perfectly honest, I can tell you the worst of us live in Florida. The absolute worst of us. Jeez. I know. It's a hard truth, but these people need to hear it. You're the worst of us. And uh, and Timothy Kepke and Noah Osborne are great examples of this. Tim is 27, Noah's 22, and of course they live in a South Florida that is near a swamp, Lake Okeechobee, Big J. Remember that? That's a swamp? Well, it's, it's kind of like a lake swampish area. Lake Okeechobee. Why do I know this? Uh, I'm not sure. It's just a fun thing for me to say. Is that where like the swamp thing came from? <laughs> yes. We'll say yes. 
the Heather Lockbeer version, not the Adrian Barbeau version. <laughs> and so uh, there was an opportunity there for these two gentlemen to capture an alligator. And they did it. They did it. Yay. They caught an alligator. Their now, nuisance is down there. First of all, that's against the law. You can't oh. just do that. Oh, really? Yeah, you have to have a license in order to do these things. Because they're dangerous? Uh, probably. Yeah, they want to uh, probably, you know, make sure that people don't get killed as much as possible. Because alligators will happily do that if you infer on their territory. Uh, but once they caught the alligator, that's where the story starts to get weird. Now, keep in mind that Timothy and Noah are both very, very drunk when they capture oh, the alligator. What a bad idea. But Tim was like, you know what would be hilarious, Noah? If we got that damn alligator to bite your arm. Wouldn't that be funny? And Noah's like, yeah, that would be hilarious, dude. Let's have that stupid alligator bite my damn arm. I want to be chubs. And so... I'm not sure why they wanted to do this, but they did it. And so what ended up happening was, and by the way, uh, again, once uh, fully evidence that people in Florida are idiots. The only reason why we know this is because this guy filmed it and, and streamed it live on his cell phone. You understand? Oh, my God. And so they're filming them taunting this alligator that they've caught with his forearm, trying to get the alligator to bite the arm. I'm not sure what the end game is, but they did it. And, and God help us, the alligator decides, no, dude, I don't want to do it. It's just kind of sitting there with its mouth open, just like going, ah, you know, like alligators tend to do. But for some reason, despite the taunting and teasing, the alligator's like, I'm not going to bite your arm, bro. It ain't going to happen. Because the Florida gators even are dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's like, listen, I'm allergic to stupid. I don't want to bite your I don't want to bite your stupid arm. It's not going to happen, dude. And so that is when uh, the actual story went from two stupid people doing things to an illegally captured alligator to animal abuse. Oh, because no. that's when, with the, with the alligator's mouth open, presumably as like a sign of danger, like, hey, morons, stay away from me. I'm ready to snap at any given moment. That's when they just start pouring beer down the gullet of the alligator. You understand? So they crack open a couple beers, and the alligator's open mouth to stop laughing. And they start pouring beer down this poor animal's gullet. It's a thirsty gator. And it caused the alligator to, to act aggressively, understand? Not only is it hammered now, but it's angry. It's like, I don't want any of this stuff. What are you doing, man? I don't know what it is. And so uh, they posted it. The alligator then got away after it was very upset, presumably drunk. Who knows what happened to it? But uh, the uh, the authorities found the streaming video and were able to arrest Kepke and Osborne uh, on Thursday of last week for these charges. Uh, you've got animal wow. abuse charges, illegally capturing an alligator, and all sorts of stuff. But, I mean, I'm not sure why you would want an alligator to bite you or your friend's arm at all, period. Because you're not going to get that arm back. That's how that story ends. Or you're dead. It pulls you underwater and then does the death roll and then game over, right? Yeah, never have we cheered so hard for the alligator ever. I would like this alligator to win. It's, it's amazing to me that of those three... You know, living things in this story, the alligator was the smartest one. It's insane. It's got the si a brain the size of, like, a uh, a large nut. What about the Amdula Dobla? What? Medula Oamlegata? What? what? The, you know, the thing that makes him real aggressive from the water boy. Medula Oblongata. There we go. <laughs> what about it? It's pretty, uh, it's pretty small. <laughs> Was it worth it? 
No, there was jokes in there that just not come together this morning. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. Coming up next, rope this with Big J. Your chance at PBR tickets on the app. That is Metallica, the Unforgiven here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X Rocks. All last week, all this week, we are trying to get people in for free to the PBR. It is truly an awesome experience. If you haven't had a chance to go, uh, I want you to think like a wrestling show, basically. It's like a big, huge rock concert. You know what I mean? They don't mess around with it. Yeah, man. It's it's uh, it's a lot more rocking than, than country. I'll exactly. say that. So you'll have a chance to check it out for free here as we have some tickets to the PBR happening the 18th and 19th at the Ford Idaho Center. You can grab your tickets right now at ictickets.com or at xrock.com. Better yet, get on the phone right now to win them for free. 208-287-1003. Going to play a game called Rope This, ladies and gentlemen. Big J is going to take his big imaginary lasso and rope it around something. And you got to figure out what he's trying to throw that lasso around. If you get it right, we'll give you those tickets. Not only that, but you're qualified for a pretty nice VIP package, man. Some nice upgrades of seats and free food and drink for the PBR. Treat you like the king or queen that you truly are. Let's go to the phones and get a contestant this morning. Good morning, the X. Good morning. What's up, man? What's your name? Daryl. All right, Daryl. Good luck with Rope This here. Here we go. You can get from one city to the next in it. Airplane? I'm what? Airplane? There you go. It's an airplane. That was it? Yeah. I mean, Jesus, you could have picked bus, car, yes. truck. I mean, that's, that's why I was surprised. It could have been a lot of things, but Daryl got airplane right off the damn bat. Uh, congratulations, man. What are you, a seer? Hang on one second. We'll get some information for you. What were the other clues? See, once you, uh, often you must wait in line and take off your shoes to get in one, <laughs> and years of schooling go into piloting one. All right. Well, good job, man. Yeah. Big J on the same wavelength there, Daryl. I'm not sure if that's, that's good or bad. scary. But you got yourself tickets to the PBR for sure. Congratulations. Enjoy those. You're qualified for that VIP prize package <clears throat> we'll be drawing soon as well. So there's Rope This. We'll do it again tomorrow for your next chances of PBR tickets. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. I'm sure you don't need me to tell you this, Treasure Valley, but just so you know, we are not the only ones that are dealing with it. The average one-way commute time in the U.S. rose to a record high over the last calendar year, meaning it's taking everybody longer to get to work no matter where you live, according to data released by the Census Bureau. The average American has added about two minutes to their one-way commute since 2009, meaning a typical commuter now spends about 20 more minutes a week commuting than they did a decade ago, which adds up to about 17 more hours over a year. Looking back nearly 40 years ago to 1980, Americans now commute nearly a total of an hour more each week. That increase is being driven largely by a growing number of workers with long commutes. People are forced to move farther away from metropolitan areas in search of affordable housing also transit and infrastructure problems with many metro areas having putting off the needing for spending for roads or expansions which makes things more difficult for you to get from one point to another stop me when this sounds familiar stop just over five percent of the country's workforce has worked from home last year which isn't a whole lot which means people are driving even more from a job to job or job to home and the treasure valley certainly has seen that expansion as well right big j yeah uh, I, you know, we work at weird hours, which means that we don't really run into a whole hell of a lot of traffic sometimes. But when you hit traffic, it, it certainly is uh, quite the jarring experience, isn't it? So jarring. But in comparison to other places, we still have it pretty good, yes? 
Oh, very good. Yeah. Reminder that if, like, you know, you want to take a weekend trip to Chicago or uh, L.A. or Seattle or Washington, D.C. or any of those places that are very big, large, sprawling areas, it'll remind you what real traffic problems are like. When it takes you, you know, an hour and a half to go a mile, then you go, Jesus, what? how do people do this every day? Every day. Jay Gruden's looking for a gig. Big Jay, you got anything around the house he can do? No. Uh, he was off to an 0-5 start for the Redskins. and so I they only said have goodbye. winners working around my house. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. He leaves with a 35-49 and one record and one playoff exp- uh, appearance. Uh, Bill Callahan will take over. Former Raiders coach he is now the head coach there in Washington for the rest of the year. 49ers beat the Browns 31-3, wrapping up week number five of the big old fan from NFL. We'll wrap up the morning after Fantasy Football League coming up in the 9 o'clock hour today. And then baseball playoff action. Yankees are moving on after sweeping the Twins. The Astros have a chance to wrap up the Rays series today with game number four after a Rays win last night. And we're going to see a game five in both the Cardinals-Braves series and the Nationals-Dodgers series tomorrow after both the Cardinals and the Nationals won respectfully yesterday. We don't really get behind these whole uh, online petitions for things to happen, but there we may be something them, here. We banned remember? Moratorium. But this one might be a good one, man, uh, only because the person involved really would like to do this. And Ken is our best friend. Yes, that would be our friend Dave Draymond. He, the lead singer of Disturbed, has said that he would be honored beyond words if he could sing the U.S. National Anthem at the Super Bowl. Uh, He says, quote, I've kind of dreamt about doing it my entire life. Been rehearsing since I was a little boy. I love my country. I would be honored beyond words to have the opportunity to try and inspire, strengthen, and give hope at a time when we need those things more than ever. He said, plus, it would be nice to have some rock represented on some level at the Super Bowl and to prove to everyone out there that there are rock singers out there who could do the anthem as much justice as any pop artist out there, even possibly take it higher. Uh, Gladys Knight sang the Star Spangled Banner at this year's Super Bowl, which is held in her hometown of Atlanta. A uh, hard rock or metal vocalist has never, ever performed the anthem at the annual game. Once again, a rock act will not appear during the halftime show either. Uh, Jennifer Lopez and Shakira got that nod for the Miami Super Bowl, which will happen February 2nd at 2020. Uh, Disturbed has encouraged fans to enter Draymond's name in a billboard poll asking who should sing the national anthem before the 2020 game. Uh, Who's in the lead right now, Big J? Oh, God, I don't know. Brandon Urie of Panic and the Disco. So we're going to need a little bit of... Yeah, please don't somebody say, oh, that's a rock representation. Please. We need some more... How come Dio never did the national anthem at the super bowl that would have been awesome you could count on one hand any rock singer that's done the national anthem unless it's metallica day they still don't even do it in baseball really metallica is the only ones to do it and they don't even sing it they They just just haven't played the guitar and so it just doesn't happen for some reason sports are so happy with pumping rock music consistently through the stadium at pretty much any given dead ball spot but the second it comes to any kind of performance or opening ceremony, it is completely, I don't know, I don't understand. It's palatable for the game, but not before or in the middle of the game. It's, it's very... That makes uh, no sense. It's, it's, a, it's a long-standing problem that I have. It's the same thing with the Grammy Awards. They're just zero to little respect given for any kind of rock, period, dot the end. <laughs> 
Mary, Mother, and Pete were trying to give away some money. We gave away $100 American dollars yesterday. We're going to try to double that this morning, but that all depends on the strength of our contestant as we go to the phones to welcome on to the show caller X. He is David. David, good morning, man. How are you? Good morning. I am wonderful. Awesome, dude. Congratulations on getting through. We're hoping you're going to win some money this morning. Big Jay's going to offer you up two categories. You have to let us know which one you feel more confident in, okay? Okay. All right, podcasts, not that you should know what those are, and Boise State football. Well, we're going to have to go with Boise State football. All right, man. Good luck. Here's your $50 question. This former BSU quarterback is college football's winningest QB. That would be uh, Kellen Moore. Right. Yeah, man. Good job. $50 is yours. Keep in mind, uh, David, the questions kind of get a little bit harder as you go on. Would you like to try to double that for $100? You're going to stay put at 50 Let's go for the 100 right. Okay. Uh, this is a tough one, I think, Nick. Uh, $100. What was Albertson Stadium called before it became Albertson Stadium? Oh, my gosh. It was about, what, three yeah, years ago? That's a tough one. Oh, um, oh my gosh. Should have took the money and ran. <laughs> just take, you know what? Just go with your instincts and take a guess because it might not be as hard as you think it. you're making it. Oh. Uh, Taco Bell Stadium. Wrong, uh, Bell. <laughs> you know what, man? Uh, it's one of those things where sometimes it's hard. You never know. But uh, what was the answer, Big J? Bronco Stadium. Yeah, it was just named after the team itself. Right. It was called Bronco Stadium before it was. Named oh, that's simple. Alberson Stadium. But David, we appreciate you getting almost, through, that's man. That's almost a trick question. We think you're fantastic, and sorry we weren't able to give you any money. But fret not, you can still try to play again today at 12:30 with Jason Drew, 4:30 with Adam. And uh, it'll be different categories as well, so you can possibly try your hand there. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're not done giving away prizes. In fact, a little bit of Pop Culture Smackdown is next on the act. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Let's get you set up with a nice, nice Morning After prize package here. Uh, We're talking uh, set up big time. Tickets to Dropkick Murphys and Clutch Nick. Uh, They're going to be coming to town along with Hatebreed and Russ Rankin uh, next Monday out at the Idaho Idaho Botanical Gardens, a.k.a. Outlaw Fields. We'll get you qualified for a chance to meet Dropkick Murphys and win an autographed vinyl. We'll get you tickets to um, the Haunted World. You can get out and have some fun with that. And we'll throw some floater tickets at you as well. Some what tickets? Floater. Jesus. All right, yeah. there's the prize package, They're coming kids. to the Ding Factory. If you would like to play, you have to get on the phone. 208-287-1003 is the phone number that you need to call if you'd like to play. You have to defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown in order to claim the prize. Let's see if you got what it takes. Oh, boy. Good morning, the X. Yeah, good morning. How you doing, man? What's your name? Doing good. I'm Jake. All right, Jake, you're up first. Jake, who is the current host of The Tonight Show on NBC? God help us all. Oh, tonight show. Um, I'm not doing it no more. So it is, um, oh, the guy from the man show. Um, Adam, I believe this is his name. No, man. Wrong. No, I like the no, way you bad. think, though. I, I'd rather that be the answer. We have to hang up on you, but believe me, if you don't know this answer, you're a winner, Jake. So feel pretty good about yeah. yourself. Why would you even ask it then? Hello, the X. Oh. Hey, man, we need to know who the current host of The Tonight Show is on NBC. Mm, isn't that uh 
Michelle? Yes. Right. Yes, it is, sir. What is your name? Who the, who's the loser hosting the Tonight Show? <laughs> Dustin. Dustin, you're taking on Big J. Hey, Big J, this actor is playing two different versions of, of himself in the upcoming movie Gemini Man. Whom is it? Hey, thanks for this, man. Uh, I needed it. Will Smith. Right. Thought I'd build up some confidence for you today. Uh, Dustin, this man starred as Don Draper on the TV series Mad Men. Oh, um... His last name is a delicious meat. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, I don't know why I want to say Frank Worst. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Whoa, man. No. That's uh, that's great, though. It's I not... mean, who, what's the last time somebody has even thought of the word liverwurst? It's not Frank Roast Beef, either. Hello, the X. Hey, man, we need to know, uh, this man starred as Don Draper on the TV series Mad Men. We are John Hamm. Yes, John Hamm. Right. Is correct. Big J, this stand-up comedian and actor is credited with creating and stars in the Netflix animated series Big Mouth. What did they win? What? Nick Kroll? Oh, no. Our winner hung up. Oh, no. What did they win? They won an award? What? For what was the damn question? The question was, this stand-up comedian and actor is credited oh, with yeah, creating and stars in the Netflix animated series Big Mouth. Uh, do we lose the actual yeah. person that was yeah, on they the hung right. Oh, that was right. Thank you. Sorry that we lost the person. Hello, the ex. I win. <laughs> well, you still we would be going back and forth. Uh, good morning. Hi, what is your name? Rachel. Rachel, uh, Rachel, we need to answer this question. We need to know uh, which particular actor is known as Medea in a series of movies. I think about upwards of ten of them. A lot. Uh, oh, gosh. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Any guesses? I don't know. I unfortunately know the answer. <laughs> Big, J is, <laughs> Big J is aware. Uh, I bet you haven't seen any um, Medea movies, though. No, I have. I know. Will you give me a hint? Uh, I'm trying to think. There is no hint. Yeah, I mean, he's really done Medea stuff. He was also in Gone Girl. Does that help? <coughs> I'm doing that off the top uh, of my head. No. No? Okay. <laughs> then we might have to say Wrong. thank you very much for calling in. We appreciate I still it. win. Hello, the X. Uh, good morning, lad. Good morning. We need to know uh, what actor is also known as Medea and has starred in about 10 Medea movies. That is Mr. Tyler Perry. That is correct. Right. Tyler Perry is right. Hey, Big J, we need to know uh, what game show hosts oh, hosts Let's Make a Deal. Also an improv comedian. Currently, Let's, host, make, let's make a, a deal. deal. Um. Oh, man. Um. Uh, let's go with uh, Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. Wrong. I know that's not right. Wayne Brady. Right. Wayne Brady, the immortal Wayne Brady. Hey, could you Brady. get further away from your phone? It'd be nice. Jeez. Uh, you're already getting yelled at, but you still won. Uh, congratulations. Tickets to Dropkick Murphy's. Pick up the receiver! Punch and Avery are yours. You're also going to Floater, and you've got some Haunted World tickets. Hang on. We'll get some information from you, and there you go. There's your pop culture. I won. I won, though. No, though. Yeah. Went through, like, eight people. Here's traffic. Four, but okay. It's Nirvana. That is Heart-Shaped Box here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is Tuesday. It is time. 
To recap the morning after Fantasy Football League presented by Dave and Busters. It is week number five in the books. Big J, how did fried trucking do? Not good, man. Not good. It was was a bad week for yours truly, uh, both in performance of my team and uh, the, the team I was going up against. Uh, well, they took it to they took it to me. I mean, uh, they had. Uh, well, I was ill prepared here. Oh no! Uh, the final score, I'll just tell you, was ninety seven to one forty four. <laughs> so uh, I didn't have a chance in hell at this deal. I, Jared Goff, you know, I mean, was my my lead point getter with seventeen point nine zero points. So uh, with that kind of performance and just you know bits and pieces here going there, I mean, not not really that great. They had Aaron Rodgers, who magically you know didn't have that many points, barely getting ten points, Nick. But they had Aaron Jones, yeah, of the Green Bay Fighting Packers, scored forty two points. Whenever you go against somebody f- scoring forty two points, uh, you know. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Well, they also had William Fuller. Uh, he had 39 points, so that was the, the end for me. Not a very good performance, and I really don't feel good about my team at all. What, I mean, where's I, the weaknesses? Everywhere. Oh, no. uh, I got uh, most of my – a lot of the, the, the folks I have are, are uh, on the bench are injured. Saquon Barkley, you know, maybe not this week, but next week he'll be back. Uh, I picked up Tyreek Hill. He's supposed to be coming back here pretty soon. Deshaun Jackson also, you know, injured. Hopefully he'll come back and be productive. But uh, those are pretty big pieces, plus my my tight end, uh, David Nudochko. Nudochko? Indoku. Indoku. Uh, he's injured. I probably need to drop him yeah, he's and pick up for the somebody. Year. I just haven't found the, in the tight end world. There's nobody to pick up. I mean, I got a guy, uh, Harrison Hurst or whatever his name is. He got me three points. <laughs> Who does he play for? Uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, so he's, he's the, the second, second option. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that he got three points is pretty incredible. Yeah, better than Indoku with nothing. Yeah. Uh, so you are struggling, Big J. What is your record? You're two and three, right? Yeah, I'm now two and three. Sad, uh, sad days. Here. And uh, Pickle Nick improves to two and three with a 14 point victory over Come to the Dak side. Uh, it was a <laughs> We're nice on one. equal ground now again. Uh, I uh, I got a three player performance really for my team. Uh, great job out of Kyler Murray, who has been uh, quite frankly a steal. He is my leading scorer. I got him in the second to last round. He put up 26 points for me. Uh, Philip Lindsay ended up having a 21 point day, as did Allen Robinson for the Bears. And I used those 60 points basically to, uh, you know, makeshift my way to victory. Because I, again, I only left six points on my bench. I really got nothing there. Uh, and so I had a couple guys on by, so I had to put some stuff together. I didn't get anything out of Delani Walker or Emmanuel Sanders, but uh, or Gullman, who went out with a concussion. So three of my players scored me less than two points, but it was enough to get it done because uh, come to the decks, I'd really only had Dak Prescott and Julian Edelman do much of anything other than Justin Tucker. Everybody else was pretty much a disappointment for him as well. So uh, Arden falls to two and three as well. And there you go. Uh, the high score of the week goes to the gentleman I am taking on next week. And despite oh, the fact that your guy, your plate, had uh, two 40-point performances, FC Boise, uh, Kevin's team was just a machine. 28 out of DJ Shark, uh, 29 out of Russell Wilson. His running backs got him almost 30 points with uh, Jordan Howard and Todd Gurley. 30 points out of Michael Thomas and 35 points out of that Eagles defense. Giving him 175. And oh, by the way, he had Matt Ryan on the bench that had 31 points too. So he was going to win no matter which way he went with his quarterback this week. And 175 points is the high points for the week. So congratulations. You get the Dave and Buster's card. Over Guitar Street Hooligans, by the way, who was a force to be reckoned with a well, had a 40-point performance of his own out of Christian McCaffrey. But other than that, he got 18 points out of Chris Carson and 
14 points out of that Patriots defense again. Uh, but that really was it. Everybody else kind of did just okay for them and just went up against the buzzsaw that was FC Boise this week. Cowboy Killers picking up their first win of the year with an 82-66 to victory over Dub Bears. Congratulations. Uh, Pat Mahomes and uh, Sony Michelle ended up leading him to an 82-point performance and just 66 points. It was a rough day for um, for the Bears. Sammy Watkins, of course, left with an injury for the Chiefs, and so he didn't get any points. Uh, Lamar Jackson had a rough game against the Pittsburgh Steelers despite the win, and that was pretty much it. Everybody else in single digits for him. That led to 66 points for the Bears. Uh, Haymakers, we already talked about their big win, and K.O. Hood with a uh, 115-104 win over Boracua, so congratulations to him. 41 points out of Deshaun Watson, 26 out of Josh Jacobs for the Raiders, uh, former member of Big J's team. And uh, Matt Burita had 24 points for Barracuda last night, but just not enough to put her over the top. So Sarai falls to uh, one and four, and Ko Hood improves to three and two. But uh, the so the team that once again has separated itself from everybody, Hot Chub Time Machine remains undefeated. Everybody else is three and two or worse. Uh, Dell improves to five and zero. Oh, five he, and zero. Oh. He's going to run away with this with a one sixty one to one hundred one victory over. He will tell. He would say that you're trying to jinx him right I'm now. I'm not trying to jinx him, and, and and I say this in fact. During the draft, his statement, oh, I hate my team, means I love my team and I'm going to destroy everybody. Uh, 161 to 101. Uh, Tom Brady had a good performance. Delvin Cook did well. Uh, Amari Cooper, of course. Chris Godwin also doing pretty well. Leonard Fournette and the 49ers defense. Uh, big for Dell's victory. And uh, and that was pretty nice for him. He had Gallup on the bench, too, with 17 points. He just picked him up off the waiver and, wire. And if I jinx him, I don't care. That's true. I'm, that's fine with me. You do not care. Uh, Chargers and uh, and uh, Jacoby Brissett and Adam Thielen, not enough for Team Vesuvius. Uh, they fall to 2-3. and three. Dell, again, the lone undefeated team in the league, so congratulations. Uh, who do you take on in week number six, Big J? Team Vesuvius, or I'm sorry, uh, K.O. Hood. K.O. Hood is so who let's you hope are that, taking that, on. So uh, that uh, Saquon Barkley trade... Or that Ezekiel Elliott trade comes through and really knocks him in the face. That'd and, be funny. And here's hoping that Kevin got all of his points out of him this week as I'm going up against Listen, FC I mean, that was ridiculous. I sent him a message. He'd be like, hey, uh, you know, are you upset that not everybody on your team scored 25-plus points? <laughs> Crazy. So congratulations, Kevin. Come pick up your card courtesy of Dave and Busters and enjoy yourself out there whenever you want. We are going to come back with some uh, bad impressions. That's next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And we have some more prizes for you. Uh, We'll get you set up with tickets to A Day to Remember, Beartooth, and I Prevail. They're going to be at the CenturyLink Arena come Tuesday of next week. So one week from today, Nick, we'll also get you in the running here for you to uh, meet both I Prevail and A Day to Remember. Holy jeez. Holy jeez. Right. If you want these tickets and the opportunity to possibly meet the bands, you want to get on the phone, 208-287-1003. That be our phone number, and Big J has got three clues. They all point to somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is, and these tickets become your tickets. And that would be, I think, a good thing. It's a for transference everybody. of tickets. Hello, the X. Hey, morning, guys. Morning, man. What's your name? This is William. All right, William. Good luck. I will be returning to Ghostbusters as Dana Barrett. I mean... There is only Zool. Next one. I got to play one of the baddest-ass female leads in the 80s, Ripley, in the Alien franchise. Oh, no, I don't know. Next one. Boy, I hope you make all these Avatar movies fast. I'm getting too old for this bleep. That's me. 